It wouldn't it be wonderful in the year 2022 that we would have access to the God of peace? Because there's a lot of upheaval in this world right now. May this year be your life lived out, communicating to others by the way you speak, by the way you walk, by the way you act, by the identity that you find in Jesus. May others come to know the way of salvation through Christ. May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. Hey everyone, welcome back to Elevate Retake. I'm your host, Kelvin, as always. Glad to be with you in a brand new year. It's no longer 2021. That is in the past, and we are headed toward greener pastures. Although the world may not be headed that way, with Jesus, we're headed towards greener pastures. I am in studio with a great friend of mine, co-worker of mine. We'll get to him in just a second. But uh, this is our first episode of the year, sort of. Uh, we had an episode that dropped earlier in the week, but... This is pretty cool. New year, uh, new podcast studio that we've been in for the last three and a half months. We're just happy that you guys have been with us this entire time. So without further ado, let's introduce the guest that is in studio with me today. Uh, Give us your name, where you're from, and what you currently do position-wise. Okay. Uh, My name is Jake Fisher. I work over at 88.3 The Journey KJRN as the music director and I make decisions on music on I do I'm being thrust into research about what what type what, what type of music should I play here what should I bring in for the new year what christmas music are we playing we just got done with that um I do a lot of liaison work with the students just cuz I'm closer to age with you to you guys you know I'm 25 sure so. <laughs> that's why I said he's yeah. a coworker <laughs> um but yeah I'm just a uh, I'm a, di- I'm a digital broadcast journalism major, graduated from Southern Adventist University, and this is my first job out of college at a radio station. Awesome. Well, we are very happy to, to have you here. Uh, we were going to have our GM here, Danae, but we won't be mad at her. We'll poly- we'll, we'll forgive her. She'll come back later. She Another we'll, time. We'll have her in another episode. And uh, But Jake, we're so happy that you're here, and I uh, can't wait to, to kind of hear your thoughts and have a little conversation on not only the sermon, but kind of what this new year could look like. Well... We ask our guests a question um, every single every single episode, and the question is, we'd like to get it raw because I haven't given you this beforehand, right? Right? Okay. I don't think so, no. Good. So the question is, what makes you who you are? What makes me who I am? That's a good question, yeah. and it's a good question that I've thought about before because whenever you look into your future whenever you want to when you whenever you decide what you want to be fundamentally you have to ask yourself that question mm-hmm. what makes me me and what's going to make me more me moving forward yeah so for me i think what makes me me is my voice um my character my my uh my sense of humor yeah. my 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 jolly sense of humor <laughs> that i think that i think i have i would agree um and also, I would say right now, over the course of the last of the pandemic, really, um, I would say that my the relationship that I forge with my friends, um, really my brothers, is a huge part of me because they they basically how I survived mentally. Mm. You know, some people had you know lifelines with, with exercise. Some people still work through, through the pandemic and they threw themselves into that. For me, it was this group of eight nine guys. Mm. So I would say that they very they're very much. 
a part of my identity as well. It's funny you say that because you know I have to <laughs> I have to answer the question also, and I I would also say recently it's been the relationship I've had with my brother, my older brother, and so having an older an older sibling and he's a few years older than me um has kind of formed and 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 shaped into kind of what I am today. So interestingly that we have very similar answers mm-hmm. to to our question because I think this question can change. I don't think you, I don't think you never have a definitive answers to what makes you who you are. It's interesting you said exercise if Pastor Michael was here he would tell you that that's been his answer for the last few episodes because yeah. he's, you know, he's been on this journey of, I think he's doing 2,500 pushups a month and he's running six miles a week or something like that. And he's in insane. That, I it, hate running. <laughs> in that exercise, he's found himself. Yeah. He's listening to sermons and pastors and podcasts. Anyway, so pretty cool. Appreciate the answer. Um, welcome back. Uh, let me just throw this out there. How, how was your holiday season? Really Let's good. Let's just smash all of Very... them together. Christmas, New Year. Yeah, very restful. Um, Got to stay home. My sister came home. She's currently at Southern right now. Okay. Well, she's here now, but she's at Southern during the school year. Um, And probably the coolest thing that happened was it was New Year's Eve, actually. So the 31st. Um, We went to the Dallas Arboretum. Okay. And we, we rolled up. We're like, all right, we're just going to see. Because we don't know if we have to buy tickets beforehand, if we have to reserve anything. First time going there, let's we'll just see what happens. Yeah. We roll up to the ticket window and we're like, uh, two tickets and we got to pay for parking. And they're like, sorry, everything's been reserved. All, we're all sold out. <laughs> I'm like, well, uh, okay. I mean, it, like I said, we rolled up and not knowing what to expect. Sure. So we were just about to turn around. And the lady goes, is it just the two of you? I'm like, yeah, just me and my sister. And they say, Oh, well, uh, there's actually these two tickets here that people aren't using. So um, I'm just going to go ahead and take these away, put these away, and these are for you. I was like, oh, excellent. <laughs> okay, so that, that's admission. Uh, can I pay for parking? She's like, parking is included. Wow. I was like, whoa. <laughs> we were like, thank you, thank you. Um, and then we went in and had a great time walking at trees. <laughs> it is funny. I'm amazed. Every time I hear something like that, it's it's unbelievable the little the little things that we sometimes don't think God cares about, He does. Yeah. Even saving two little tickets so that you and your sister could go. It's interesting that that we kind of started with that conversation because the two Bible verses that Pastor Michael talked about in his message are usually the Bible verses that he says at the end of his messages. So at the end of every regular message, he usually says those verses and he walks off. And that's how people leave. And so I just want to read them so people have them in their head as we as we talk about this. 1 Thessalonians 5.23 says, Now may the God of peace make you holy in every way. May your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ comes again. God will make this happen, for he who calls you is faithful. Those are Paul's final greetings um, to the Thessalonians. And so the message kind of was, was a bridge between what we just finished and how we're going to jump into the new year. And we'll get to that in a little bit. But I, I want to know, just to kind of set a base from you, do you have, how, how do you how do you feel about New Year's in general? Do you just kind of brush it off because it's this, whatever, just some numbers that I have to change every time I write some stuff down? Or does it mean anything to you, New Year's in general? Normally, it hasn't really meant that much to me. It's that 
that, that like, new, oh man, I can't believe I wrote 2021 again on my school papers or whatever. I got to go back and change that. Um, but I can see where it is like a powerful force for people, a, a reset, mm-hmm. right? For people to go back and say, all right, this year wasn't my year. There's a, not really tangible, but there's a mark, like a place in time mm-hmm. that I can look at and say, this is when I want to make changes, right? And I don't really, I mean, it's hard to to think about do, like doing it that way, right? Cause, because if you want to make real change in your life, you just do it. You don't sure. wait sure. for a for someone to say go. Yeah. So I mean, I just because of the like the failure rate of New Year's resolutions, right? It almost seems like people saying, "Oh, I'll do it then." It's like a crutch or like mm-hmm. a write off saying, "Oh, the New Year's is coming up. I'll be a better person then." Mm-hmm. So right now I can you know do whatever mm-hmm. and keep being my old self, and then ultimately I'll keep being my old self because. I really have no resolve to change. Hmm, interesting. Do you have New Year's resolutions? No. <laughs> I have things that I want to do this year that I want to complete. Okay. That, that, that they're just goals. Right. They just happen to cross over into 2022. But I didn't go. I I didn't say I'm doing this because of mm-hmm. 2022. Mm-hmm. I I set myself the the goal to read a book a month. Um, yeah. Because I think with school and work and everything, I can I can squeeze in a book a month. So I'm I'm aiming for that, and I've already bought seven of the books. What, book, so, what books are you getting? Oh boy! Um, and you like, is it a big series? Because there's some like no, no, no. It's all a bunch of different books. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was I was just curious because I think, you know, when it comes to our spiritual life, I wonder how we sometimes look at New Year's, and like you said, it can sometimes be a crutch. It's like, okay, look. I've been kind of wild. Let me let me fix things with Jesus January first. Yeah, and I'll be good to go. And I think it's a little dangerous, like you mentioned. That, yeah, that's very dangerous to just keep pushing the the goalpost back, mm-hmm. saying, "Oh, oh, it's the, it's the first week. Come on, it's the first week. Give me the yeah. first week. Yeah. Oh, it's the second week. Maybe uh, no, next week. We're all like, we're more than halfway into January. Like, I'll I'll do it in February. Yeah. It's so it's in, like in terms of easy versus hard it's so easy to just push it back versus getting started getting started Mm -hmm. is the hard part yeah that's a great point i think pastor michael really talked about that and kind of kind of alluded to it in terms of we just went through nine weeks of sermon on the on the sermon on the mount Mm -hmm. so we just finished god is looking to transform your heart at its core now we're going to go into a series here pretty soon um about mental health starting next week and how God wants to transform your mind, right? Mm-hmm. And bridging the bridging them both at the beginning of a year, I think, was great, um, because hopefully, I think it avoids that danger of, okay, well, I'm just gonna get my I'm gonna get my heart and mind good with God January first, where I think by bridging both of these topics from one year to the other, it's almost like you said. There should be no gap. It, this should just be something that we do. It's just something that that exists within our time here on Earth. Yeah, like every day we should be asking God, no matter the year, time of date, to transform our hearts. Yeah, like when we wake up, you know, when you hear the the term, God wants to sanctify us, or God wants to maybe uh, make us whole in every way that's kind of it's kind of broad but it's kind of general when you hear that what what do you think of when you hear 
God wants to every like every part of my life sanctify it. Well, I mean that's what that that was his ultimate goal, right, with coming to Earth in the first place. Okay, which is interesting. Which is which is interesting why it comes after Christmas because that was the beginning of that plan. Mm. That's when it was set into motion. Mm. Obviously, there were precursors and there were signs and there were prophets all throughout the Old Testament that pointed to this to this first advent. Mm-hmm. But Jesus coming was the first step in cleansing the human race from sin. And, you know, I guess you can look at New Year's as, a, as like a as something humans try to do, right? Is to cleanse themselves, lose weight, eat better, uh, read more books, the uplifting of themselves. But unfortunately, and this is something I said today, you know, on my, on, uh, I, did, I did Jerry's show today. Oh, okay. So this is something I said. Every time we do something as humans, we just mess it up. Mm-hmm. Just no matter how good our intentions are, just mess it up. And so even with the best intentions, like I said, going into the new year, I want to eat better. I want to exercise. I want to elevate my mind, elevate my spirit. Without God, we're just going to trip because unfortunately, that's the reality we live in. Hmm. That's the reality of sin is that it takes hold of you and says, you're mine. Hmm. Until you reach out to God and ask for help, You're not getting out of it. We're getting to the point, well, we just finished nine weeks on righteousness by heart, God wanting to transform our hearts. We're now about to jump into a series about God transforming our mind and the way that we think and interact with people. And I realized... A lot of that, to be honest, can be almost transformed into the word purpose. And so once you've once you've let God transform your heart, as Jesus is just preaching and preaching on the Sermon on the Mount to do the entire time on how we treat others, I think essentially once you let God do that, you begin to find your purpose. And so let me throw this question out to you. How did you know, I guess, your purpose? Do you feel like you found it or... Maybe purpose in terms of earthly, like you knew you wanted to do radio, or maybe a bigger, broad purpose that you have spiritually with God. Have you found your purpose? You feel like you have? I think that in college, I was set on the right path because I think I'm still too young to know what my mm. my real purpose is. What you know, what the max, what the max scope of my influence on others is going to be, right? Right now, I'm on the radio, right, and I and I reach, I don't know, a handful of thousand people mm-hmm. per night. And if that's if that's the max, perfect. I hope that I write and that I say the best things on air at that time to make the the, the best impact, right? But, I mean, we I just don't know. I think I'm in the right direction. I love what I do, and that was instilled instilled in me by God. Um, but I also know that. You know, just because I'm human, I, there are things that I want to do beyond this, sure. right? And who who knows if, fall, if that falls into God's plans? I hope it does. Uh, and I know that, like doing, like for example, one of the things that I that I want to do beyond just being in radio is voice acting. I love doing that. I love just like we'll do this thing for like five minutes, my friends and I. We'll do like like an ad lib, like random, like scene that we'll we'll just like pull out of their out of our ears. Mm-hmm. 
and it'll be so much fun to just do random voices and and just like go like full camp mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. And I know, and I think that doing that in like for like a like a video game or a TV show, I would love to do that. That was something that I think that it would be so much fun. And then on top of that, getting paid for it, that'd be... Sure, absolutely. (laughs) But like I said, I've also been blessed with writing and being able to express myself, I would say, really well in that way. And if I go down that path, sure, Mm -hmm. I'll I'll do it. But when it comes to grand purpose, I think I'm in the right direction. But I think what's coming next is the specifics. If someone was listening... And maybe they're a little lost, or maybe they haven't found that yet. Yeah. Um. What would you? What advice would you give them going into a new year? Maybe it's a perfect time to renovate their relationship with Jesus. Yeah. I think we all should at some, you know, whatever it is, the beginning of the year every day. What kind of advice would you give someone on how God can help you find that purpose? That's a great question because. I the first two years I was at Southern, I was a chemistry major, and oh, wow. yeah. And after two years, I asked myself, "Why am I doing this? Am I doing this because going into the sciences is something my dad has done? Is this something my grand my grandfather has done? He was a doctor. Mm-hmm. Am I doing this to be like them, or am I doing this because it makes me happy?" And spoiler alert, I was not happy. So I took stock. What makes me happy? What am I gonna find joy in doing? And the first broad thought that came to mind was talking to people, entertaining people, making people laugh. I liked doing that. So that's what ultimately put, put me down the path for journalism and broadcast. And so I think you have to ask yourself, am I, and this is something that I saw a lot at Southern, when it comes to the, their nursing program is huge in case you don't know. Oh, no, it is. A lot of people that, you, like you talk to people, they're like, why are you being a nurse? Oh, because my mom wanted me to. Oh, because my dad, because I have expectations. Mm. Are the expectations being set on you by you or by someone else? Mm-hmm. And you have to ask yourself that seriously or else you're going to be miserable the rest of your life because you're being a nurse because your mom or dad thought you should be a nurse. So you're a nurse. Mm-hmm. I think that's very serious is, is to take that, ta- that, take that type of stock. What's going to make you happy moving forward? And is it because someone else told you to do it, or it's because you told you to do it? <laughs> and God lets God gets left out of that equation too. Oh yeah. Oh, mom and dad want me to. Well, then I, I got to do it. And we don't even have that conversation with God. It's like, hey, is this really like where you want me to go? Like, you know. Yeah. And by all means, if you're going into nursing or being a doctor, and like the 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 end goal is like financial support, I think that's. It's like smart in a way. If you can pull off being a doctor, if you can pull off being like a, a PA, mm-hmm. right? And you're doing it because you want to be financially secure in the world, not because you love like practicing medicine. I think that's just as valid because I feel like if your plan is to have a family, like a big family, and you want the money to support them, I don't, I don't see a problem with that either, mm. right? I think it just comes to if you're trying to find, I think what I'm talking about is when you're trying to find a fulfilling career. Right, that's when you that that's when that needs to come into effect is taking stock of why am I doing this? Mm. Have you? I'm just curious if if you could give us a little snippet of as you were maybe going through that, what your conversation with God maybe looked like. Well, I would say it was a three way conversation because it was me, 
my mom and God, <laughs> because she was very much somebody who was like, okay, you don't want to do chemistry. Mm-hmm. What? 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 She was like, you have to decide because, you know, this is your future. Mm-hmm. You can't just do nothing, right? That's not productive. That's not healthy. I did nothing for a whole year during the pandemic. <laughs> I, I'm, I wanted to go insane some days <laughs> because like you said, purpose is something that we all strive for. Mm-hmm. We, we want to find our purpose because we want to feel like we matter and purpose gives us that. And I don't, I don't know if there was a conversation or if it was God speaking through my mom, cause that could be a possibility sure, too. Absolutely. Um, but it was, what do you enjoy? And I came to those same answers I was talking about before, making people laugh, making people think, talking to people. And I, I, don't, I really didn't look back. <laughs> Last thing here before we end, I'm just going to give another, I I love uh, practical thinking when it comes to these episodes. And I think whoever's listening, hopefully can, can kind of take some words of advice or be impacted and be able to share with somebody else. And so I kind of love to ask and end the episodes with, let's say someone is, is not having the greatest new year and everybody is celebrating and everybody's got their own resolutions and, and they've listened to our sermon series and they understand that God needs to transform their heart. And now we're getting ready to transform our minds. How would, uh, what, what advice would you give them to, to keep that connection with God mm-hmm. throughout this entire year that might just completely be unknown to them? Yeah. Well, just like with any other goal, right? If you set the goal, the grand goal, and that's it, you're going to fall short. You have to do small things along the way that lead up to the grand goal, mm. because that's what's going to get you there eventually. The small, the, the small steps, one after the other, complete the mile. Mm. You don't take one step, boom, you've you've walked a mile. That's not how it works. Setting small goals, like I want to read, like for you, you were talking about reading books, one like once every month, right? One a month. Are you going to read a book an entire day? No, no, no. You're going to sit down and you're going to read a chapter. Yeah. You're going to read half a chapter, whatever it is. If you want, if you really feel convicted that you want to be transformed, your heart, your mind, then it's going to start with small things, mm-hmm. a small prayer in the morning, a small prayer at night, a a verse of the Bible a day, right? That's what we give at the journey. We do a verse every day. That's right. Uh, a devotional, a a kind word to a stranger, the slow, subtle transformation of your heart and mind is what's really going to impact you the most rather than this drastic neck snap. I'm suddenly a Catholic saint, canonized. Um, I now go to India and I now take care of children. Yeah. Right? You have to be committed to the small thing every day. Mm. That's going to make the difference. And that's my advice. That's Mm. that's the advice I would give. I love that. Uh, With God, things always involve a process. And Mm -hmm. humans, we hate that word. Uh, We hate process. But it's not going to happen overnight. It happens, like you said, day by day. And that's why I think David said that. God's mercies are brand new every day. Because every day is something different that God wants to teach us and show us. Well, that's uh, David's a great person to talk about in the Bible. I know we're going off track here, but, you know, he was obviously described as a man after God's God's own heart. Yeah. 
And, you know, every day he was fighting for God. He was he was taking that small step. But David also shows how easy it is to, mm. and how easy how easy it is to fall off hard. Mm-hmm. Big time. If you're not, you know, paying attention and you're not committed, mm. you know, so then that's just and that, that goes back to what we said. Humans are sinful. Human. That's the reality. We need God. Well, Jake, I appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. Uh, we'll have you on again for sure. Sweet. Uh, we'll see if we can get our boss in here, wrangle her up, and uh, yeah, she's and, around. And get her an episode. She's around. We'll forgive her. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. First kind of retake episode of the year. If this somehow, some way impacted you, I would encourage you to send it to a family member or a friend. Maybe this is what somebody needs to hear as they start the new year. And maybe you can be that blessing. I've always said you don't know nowadays how much of a blessing you could be by just clicking share, retweet, repost, whatever it is on your social media. It's a powerful tool that um, that for sure you can be diving into making an impact with someone else. Jake, again, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for and, having me. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. This is Elevate Retake. My name is Kelvin. That is Jake. And remember, there's always room for one more.